Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a, another episode of Art and Labor. We are um, the podcast for art workers um, and, you know, whatever. It, it, an expansive definition of what that Like, means. if you want to listen to this podcast <laughs> and you can, um, you should. I don't want to be ableist and I don't want to be against people that have different kinds of careers if you are a bank teller and you're tired of being a bank teller and i mean yeah and we've talked about sandwich artist (laughs) yeah (laughs) of course like all that counts we're a podcast for you if you are a bloomberg terminal repair man or repair woman or repair person person yeah (laughs) I mean, Our, yeah, we're uh, we're part of podcasts, yeah, for the catch-all. We're just the the catch-all of precarious labor, and <laughs> it's basically where... if you got a completely valueless degree, then we yeah. do. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think there are a, a lot of like you know former. I worked for the Bloomberg Terminal, or I worked for Bain Capital, and I started and of artistic food truck people who end up like in the art scene or whatever and it's like i like (laughs) i basically worked for one of those types actually like six years ago he was transitioning from like being a rich guy to having a lemonade truck stand thing and then (laughs) into luxury lighting because that's where everybody fucking ends up in new york right right Right. And uh, yeah, he he didn't pay me for work that I was like, I should be getting this much. And he was like, no, you should yeah. be getting this much. And then I was no. like, you should just pay me for what I did. And then he, anyway. No, and it's like, yeah, I, like I, yeah, some of these people are in, in the art world, but are not art workers or whatever. Like, I don't know. But I like again. We're a big catch-all podcast, but we talk a lot about art and we talk a lot about labor, and that's what we do here. (laughs) This is the really tight opening that we worked out since we've been doing this for so many years. We're like, we've got it down (laughs) because we know. I mean, we had a script at one point, but it's like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we, constantly in motion. We had so <laughs> many aspirations to be like the, um, like the NPR of the world. You know, we wanted to like have, <laughs> we wanted to, you know, to, just the way that all the other podcasts are going, like all the little chapos and all the truanons. They're like, let's put a clip in here. Let's put some, <laughs> in, let's put some transition music. Let's have these little things that we say and do. And it's like, good for you. Good for you guys. We, we keep it real. It would require a producer and we, we have an engineer, I would say, but not a producer like <laughs> yeah that would all. require that's us all. to be different people also i think i mean that's true too we're we're much more kind of like um kind of in the yeah in the talk talk radio kind of tradition of a podcast oh more fuck than yeah that's uh, what yeah. i feel thing you need the sound yeah for. oh we have I, I have one. Oh yeah we've <laughs> done that before 
Yeah, That's we've true. done this <laughs> is this is in our wheelhouse. Yeah, when well when and when we were recording in a studio, we could actually hook up the the soundboard to the mixer and that it, it sounded correct as well. Oh, oh yeah, I, I drove Joey nuts. <laughs> it's like only another week and then I can I'm technically GTG. Yeah, we could start meeting in the studio again. I'm down. Oh, like, vax. I, yeah, I got my vax on Saturday. How are you feeling? Um, you were dizzy, right? <laughs> I was just like dizzy, but that's it. I was like normal. Like I was like really nothing for me. Like my tits hurt, but that's about yeah. it. Like achy. A- achy, yeah. That was mm-hmm. like I was really trying to manifest not having any symptoms and then <laughs> Are did you get the vax, Lucia? No. Got it yet? No. I'm trying doing a walk in. I wish I could have the time to just walk in and then take a shot that would make me sick. But I scheduled it for Thursday. (laughs) So I'm going to do that when everybody was all like still using the website Mm -hmm. to actually make appointments. I did that and it, it just scheduled me so far in the future at the time that I was like, all right, whatever, you know, people who need this are going to get it first. And um, that happened to me, but uh, like earlier, like a month earlier. Like, yeah, I, I did it. Like, I forget when, I think I said it on the show when I did it, but now I can't remember, but it was like, it, it was like before they announced it for everybody. But I was like, maybe if I schedule in late April, they'll announce it for everybody by the time. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And there you go. And it worked. <laughs> you had the right idea. Um, I'm st- I'm just late to the party. I mean, it is a fucking nightmare system that doesn't make any sense. And like, and if you're weird gig workers with strange hours, it's like, yeah, when can I schedule a time to get sick for a day or whatever? I don't know. Or like, when can yeah. you just like go to the fucking Javits Center? Right. Yeah. The whole thing, it's yeah. I'd go all the way out to Jamaica. The first, less, um, less just chuds yelling. Hmm. I liked my I liked my Jamaica location. It was very nice, and I like visiting Jamaica. I went to Sybil's Bakery and got a roti, and it was great. <laughs> ten out of ten. Made a whole day out of it. Yeah, I, you know, I did it on a Saturday because yeah, similarly like. I guess I'll just schedule this for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be that fun, that fun flirty weekend getaway that you were always looking for. Well, you know, I, I, any excuse to like stay indoors and watch an anime all day, I'll take it. You know. Oh God, that yeah. sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, that. I'll do that. <laughs> I just yeah, have I, like a production schedule now. It's fucked up. Yeah, you're like in the grind with your job i don't know how much you want to get into on here oh i don't know no it's me just with my own shit yeah i have my own i'm not even doing this for someone else so you all can start um looking down upon me like i'm um you've ascended you can look at me like i am i'm the trash we complain about no just self-employed hustle culture get up and grind 
all that hey. shit. <laughs> hey, rise and grind. Get that Yang Gang twenty twenty. Let's go. We've, yeah, we've rebranded. I got to. I got to meet this city where it's at. <laughs> by by not eating and some people cope by overeating and yeah. you know, <laughs> i overeat i'm obsessed yeah. with eating yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same with working some people you know no that's not that you're really coping with anything but like that's true that she has always been the type of like yeah, yeah throw into working more that's true yeah i would yeah i would i would self-identify as um as a work addict but that's only because i know that i have all that kind of energy anyway so it's been Mm -hmm. it's like if i don't have all my time accounted for then who knows what kind of trouble i'll get into (laughs) that was one of the things when i was uh when i was working but like when I had started being in the the real workforce out of school and stuff um and like it it had to get beat out of me like over the course because I would I think like I'm I don't know what I'm saying um I just will like go as long as possible so I will like if I'm in, if I'm working, I can work for like 20 hours, but like no job, none of the jobs I've ever had can like do that. I don't know. And so, that's why we went to art school is because yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just work on the same project for like a day, like but all day constant. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like just, yeah, yesterday it was like, okay, I have to like, just put these like, pieces of clothing oops it's midnight like (laughs) i'm embroidering a spider web on the ass of some shorts i ripped like stop me no that sounds cool you should keep going who the hell knows we're all we're all fucking coping in a deeply broken world like (laughs) yeah i think oh yeah no Work is so great. All you have to do is worry about the parameters. Exactly. That's I'd always be really into finals week at schools, at school. Because <laughs> nobody expected me to do laundry or like eat or like hang out. Just. Yeah. There's some, I get that. There's some appeal in, in that and like in structure too. Like, you know, of course, like, not having a lot of structure in the pandemic like you have to make the structure yourself if you're not employed like you know uh and that's really really difficult um so i'm like now now that i have a job that is if 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 unemployment is listening it's only part-time and temporary so i can still (laughs) collect unemployment because it's doesn't pay enough for the threshold which is nice oh hell yeah um so it's this so it has like all these benefits of like i have a routine like that i have to adhere to now have to be awake yeah yeah and it helps me like position my other things but it also makes me like yeah really stressed out and i don't have time to cook and do regular stuff I normally like to take time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, yeah, I don't know. And if it wasn't at home, I wouldn't, I, it's, it, well, yeah, well, the other thing about it and like all, all the jobs that I was finding that I, I was interested in applying to are all doing the, the part-time temporary thing, which is like really fucked up, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, if, if my job is listening, yeah, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up thing to do to somebody to put them on a temporary contract. Like that's the way that everything is going to be now. They're like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, you don't want to come to the office? Like, all right, well, how about we actually just make everyone expendable? Cause we can't tell what you're doing and we'll just make it all like piecemeal work. You know, it's, it's like, uh, all right. Well, you wrote a hundred emails, and that was your contract. So thanks. Bye. Well, yeah, that because that that's already like the how they do a, a lot of different jobs even before the pandemic. Like, um, you know, it, it in the and in in the art world, it, yeah, it reminds me of like a lot of the things people talk about with like even like curators are they're on these temporary contracts, and it'll be like for like three years or whatever but it's like three years goes pretty quick and then yeah. you're out on your ass again like you know yeah um, Ooh. it's so yeah shit. you're only as good as your last show baby <sighs> yeah i'm just like imagining like you go from like um struggling struggling art person with a million roommates to Here's your beautiful, glorious contract with the MoMA for three years and you get this nice salary and benefits Mm. and okay, wow, great. I'm going to up my lifestyle. I'm going to get my own apartment and it's going to be close to the MoMA and I'm going to do this job every day and and then your time's up. (laughs) And then we're Well, then you have to go to another museum. Yeah. I guess. That's why you gotta go to the party. See see parties. It's like you're spinning a bunch of plates and you have to like keep the plates going um, or else it all comes crashing down and then you're living at your parents' house again, which I think has happened to many people who aren't in, who are like in a, in a lesser positions where they go from like the lesser gentry yeah yeah the yeah. impoverished yes. aristocracy yes yes yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. the folks who are like they're not the curator maybe they're the curatorial assistant and that's also temporary and yeah <laughs> it was like the house in game of thrones that little fingers from where they were technically lords but they had one servant and it was an old dude Oh my god, so <laughs> shameful. Why, like, why do they even consider themselves royalty anymore? Ew, like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're basically poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god. I'm so uh, glad it, capitalism replaced that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just makes me think of, like, I don't know, um, I finally... I made it pretty much not all the way through Napoleon yet. Um, But I'm just thinking of the way that the social structure was working during the time would be like, you know, the way that um, feudalism treated families of note was like, 
if you did come from the aristocracy, that didn't mean that you had any money. And it, it but it did mean that you weren't allowed to get a regular job. You couldn't <laughs> be like, oh, I'm Lord Sophie Dofi and blah, blah, blah. I've got a really fucking weird little European name and because I'm from history and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I can't be a blacksmith if they catch me blacksmithing. I'll I'll be shamed and maybe killed or imprisoned or it's just like you can't go out of your class. I mean that's so, the like you know people people nowadays you know how dare like their kid want to be maybe a cosmetologist or something. I don't know. It, yeah, I like that there's there's these jobs that are like so clearly like you're not even gonna let your kid do do that like you're not becoming like you're talking about like the the people who are like shot like like they're like oh i would rather pay some psychopath uh a million dollars to get my kid my failure child into yale to like fake a bunch of documents than send than ever send my child to state school or whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all it's all just sort of similar, but there's like less of a law frame legal framework around it. Right. right. Yeah. I was like I was watching something and some stupid like Lindy Beige video or something. But it was like he was kind of describing classes like related to traveling if you in the medieval ages or in the feudal eras and even if you were a a shitty little lord it was more like when you were traveling you could you would go to someone of that same class's house to to say hey can i just sleep here for the night and that was extremely common where like just random other and so it's like even if you were if your lifestyle was much closer to the peasants, then you would still like, yeah, exactly as you were saying, you can't really interact with them in any way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. You can go ahead, Lucia. Oh, but you can, if you're, it's the same, like if you're a hot chick back then, you could still like get your way in by being really flirty and like having cool clothes Yes. And you could you could yeah. go up to a guy and you could be like, you got to buy me really cool clothes. And then he'd be like, uh, okay, I guess so. And then you'd start from there. That was your career. You'd get married <laughs> to somebody. What was that movie about? Like, it was like an old school Hollywood movie about a, this woman who dates like a man of each class. I forgot what it, it's called. Like Tom, oh. Dick and Harry. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called Tom, oh Dick God. and Harry. And Tom, Dick, and Harry are each in a different class, and she's, like, dating all three of them at the same time. And, like, it's, like, ooh, who's she going to end up with? Oh, my God. Is it, like, a female empowerment story where she ends up with herself and goes out with her girlfriends? Like, guys just are... They don't (laughs) get me anyway. That's how it would end in the reboot, I feel like. But I feel like in this one, it's, like, she just... Oh, yeah, she ends up with the the working class guy because she's working class. Do you guys oh, ever solidarity? The, yeah. The yeah. song uh, "Fancy" by yeah. Bobby Gentry. It's very yeah. 
I love your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. <laughs> but I, I, I've been like, I've been like working through the my um my own takes on the PMC because that's like constantly in, in the the embroiled discourse. I feel like um that's constantly at play um is like different like different ways of people talking about the middle class or the, the professional managerial class or like, Ugh. Oh, and it's just, it's a nightmare. And it's like, and it's, and it's actually related to the cancel culture discourse too. Like, um, which is the other nightmare, literal nightmare discourse that sucks and never goes away and doesn't, because it, it, it's like a, a self-perpetuating circle of like, you're you're a scold no you're the one scolding by saying people are scold uh what's like 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 constant like wheels turning but i think a a lot about how the because i've been i've i've been like um wrapping my head around like this sort of leninist concept of the labor aristocracy and uh relating that to to where I live in Ridgewood Queens because I do a lot of work in my neighborhood and um you know I've, I feel like I've talked about it a lot on the show but yeah like half my neighborhood is like um newer Latino immigrants and then uh and some some Polish and like other types of immigrants too and um and then there is uh this like severe white supremacist history in the neighborhood, like literally like those pictures of Madison square garden where there's Nazi rallies. Like a lot of those people came from Ridgewood, Glendale, Queens area. And like a lot of their children are still alive and a lot of, and they're all cops. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the associate, like the homeowners associations that, existed back then to do segregation and like fucked up shit like are still still exist in different forms and do things with a lot more dog whistles but like are still around and oh do you want to hear the uh the the fun fact fun fucked up fact about how they redlined in austin oh yeah i want to know about Uh, not new york things (laughs) (laughs) um man uh, it i'm not even gonna get but like (laughs) they basically um made all of the plots of land like one foot larger than what would get covered by the gi bill which was the only way that like black people were getting houses in (laughs) post-world war ii yeah dude texas is so um stupid with that shit like because i remember with the um abortion providers thing Mm. the way they got around it was like changing the regulation of the buildings yeah yeah that was uh it it was well for anyone who doesn't know it was basically that an abortion clinic had to be a hospital basically had to uh had to be attached and so it just you know there's like one in el paso and that was like that's for all of like the western half of texas um yeah, so yeah, it's like no, people aren't going to build an entire fucking hospital, but yeah, they might build a clinic. Cruelty. Like, I think yeah. with Texas, there's like a level of cruelty that they, they somewhat don't like to do in New York, although it is very cruel here. 
it's very like it's you know the lieutenant governor was the guy who said that like all the old people are happy to die for keeping the economy open and like just just (laughs) chest out shittiness anyway go on it's 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 strange here i feel like um uh you know um different people think about this with with like the old the like kind of older labor movement here like you know older teamsters like i remember we talked about this on on the podcast before when there was like a a panel discussion with teamster people and then like some new museum people or, or like some other like 2110 people and the kind of like culture clash there where it's like there's something happening there though that like a lot of the like more right side of the left doesn't like to acknowledge which is like that a lot of the older like labor people have like ascended into to home ownership and mm-hmm. it's kind of like shifted their class priorities and make and and to me it makes the conditions for them to like work um to take to take different deals with the ruling class and it changes like not i'm not saying like every old like older labor person is like this i'm just saying like the the leader like often like like old leadership that have been in leadership for decades unchallenged like um things like that like start to create these weird situations that it's like yeah kind of if you look at the like the gerrymandering of my area of Queens, it's not that different than the insane spider gerrymandering happening in Austin. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, so like, I've also been thinking about this lately since like the, um, the CIA commercial, which I don't know if we've talked about yet, but we don't have oh. to. Uh, oh, but, we can. Let's, oh my God. Just to not to, but just to uh, the, like the discourse around the CIA commercial is kind of this uh, like, yes, obviously this language was going to be co-opted um, and it, you know, to a certain extent already had been. Um, sorry. You know, computer. Sarah, but for like, maybe, maybe there's listeners who don't know what we're talking about. Should we recap? Fuck. Um, I'd be crazy if people didn't know that. No, like, we have like two thousand listeners, and they're not all on Twitter. I feel like the CIA made a video <laughs> advertisement. You can watch it, and there's a lady, and she's all <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm in the CIA because you can't tell me no." <laughs> I, I am mean, a cisgender Latina. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, she's all like, and I suffered from imposter syndrome. Oh my god, <laughs> that one was great. Yeah, it was Finally. just like, and then and like acute anxiety or something, and it yeah. was like, oh my god, I swear you're never it gonna catch me saying that I have anxiety or depression, like even if I do, just because oh of the way god. that this sounds, like Dude. just. No, just forget it. I don't have that anymore. Yeah, the CIA yeah, has that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she literally says like I have generalized anxiety syndrome. Or yeah. Like, oh. And imposter oh. syndrome, or generalized anxiety disorder, and imposter syndrome, yeah. or like. 
like okay well your doctor is great and she says i am intersectional also i was so, really i thought I, that uh, i misheard how, her and I, at first i was how do you like, get that don't though you intersex like i've no. never heard intersexual how can you is there a place you can go to get intersectional yeah it's literally any inter intersection any it's like a magician when they put you in a box and then they put the little <laughs> divider in between and they're like one and a na na and they take the two sides of you apart and they're like well, intersectional. No, it's what, just when you're you like work that. at the intersection of art and technology. There's oh. like there's another <laughs> um less watched one too of like a gay man, a gay white guy yes, and it's like fantastic. and it's it's yeah. Love it. It's very similar. And he's like, Growing wow. Up in the South. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in the South. And I, I didn't think that CIA would blah, 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 like be open yeah. to me and whatever. CIA would support little old me here in the CIA library where we, oh my God, that one fucking, hey, you just unlocked it in my head. I didn't even remember where it's the board games. He gets board games. Oh yeah, board games. The- for the CIA operatives to practice, I'm assuming on company time because he's saying yeah. you're building skills. Yeah, he sources board games as part of his job to like train the CIA in certain skills or whatever. Well, they That's really adorable. Kind of, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's wholesome. They're they're out there playing board games together. What are I we doing? We're not a family, guys. We gotta get it together. We have to get into that library. I, <laughs> yeah, is it open to the public? Can we FOIA what's in the library? Like, I is have it- to see their section on the occult. Ooh. <laughs> or just their section on um, cookbooks. But it's all, so all of this is like kind of, yeah, kind of related to the the stoop like okay the the online oh, right. the the, yeah. the no it is it is all related though because like the online yeah, yeah. left has a big reactionary like stupid pull streak and so they what all was, come yeah, out it's it's that like the that that we're very like willing to engage sorry I like that like yeah. uh like we all knew that this co-optation of this language was coming and what doesn't get addressed is that there is this other type of co-optation, which is on the trade union sector. And it's kind of like, this is a little bit exactly. of a for next week. Um, but in the what's this, <laughs> Toby's article, um, the I, Toby has that N plus one banger yeah. that came out. <laughs> good really good but it's like one of the few maybe not but i don't think it really gets said often enough that it's it's like they're they're powerless without each other you know like the the worker struggle and the like uh resistance to state oppression and like both of those can be so easily just swooped up into uh the status quo I don't but. yeah yeah that's what bothers me about like the kind of stupid poll online left 
is that they understand that co-optation happens, but oh, it could never happen to me. It could never happen. Or that it could never happen to labor struggles. That labor right. by itself is inherently like <laughs> fighting for communism. Uh, right. Yeah. No, they don't. They're not. They they have they've obviously not read enough. They haven't gone to AFL CIA territory. They haven't gotten to <laughs> um, you know thinking. I think it shows that like a lot of them aren't thinking about things on an internationalist scale mm-hmm. and aren't like thinking about things larger than yeah larger than just the United States because yeah obviously in a lot of parts of the United States like to have any labor struggle at all would be huge like you know um like the the Bessner Alabama stuff yeah that was hugely important to do even though it failed like that mm-hmm. that um, the Teamster solidarity shit in the city is important to do, even if, like I'm saying, I don't agree with the fucking Teamsters leadership, like, often. Like, you know, like, right. uh, <laughs> whatever it is, like, um, it's, it, yeah, it's something that isn't, isn't considered, isn't, like, it, and it's easy to scapegoat feminists. It's easy to scapegoat, like, queer people as, like, oh, their struggles are to me it's perceived as newer and therefore like the thing that's making this Im- imbalanced or whatever the thing that's making this um like that's making that's like putting uh making me look bad guy, yeah i don't know you know uh <laughs> like the obsession with like the cringe at, at the DSA convention or whatever, like that is a very old discourse about like, Oh, they don't want us to clap because they're too woke or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like, it seems like what's going on with all of these different arguments is like, people are still like struggling so hard to make, a culture that feels tangible in a way where if everyone is able to agree, like, yeah, we're organizing our workplace and that's the most important thing you can do. And like, we're part of the labor movement that doesn't exist. So like we have to really fight and set these parameters and like put our movement in some sort of a relation to others, like talking about how they're, are so many people that want to go back to like this regressive um, like baseline, like, you know, class first politics or whatever, and just like totally disregard intersectionality (laughs) and then just go like, yeah, well the CIA used that word. So like now that's even further proof that this is bullshit. And it's just like, you know, what's bullshit is the fact that, we're going around in circles fighting each other to try to gain some sense of selfhood when ultimately we know that we're doing this to avoid the fact that the issues coming up are so insurmountable that we actually have to think beyond the realm of communism. We have to like completely remake what, a world of solidarity would look like and what it would mean and how we could get there because everything that we have done 
we haven't seen it completely you know we haven't seen the revolution we haven't seen um you know like any kind of uh bullet points lined out that it's like yeah we're gonna plan the economy like this and we're gonna plan production like that and we're gonna make sure everybody has x y and z rights and prison's gonna look like this and cops are gonna look like that and everything's gonna change like we haven't gotten there and we're not gonna get there before the big fucking shit hits the fan so like (laughs) everyone is just arguing and it's crazy but it's also all anybody can think to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it. Definitely in the Western world, in in the Eastern world, you you do at least have China, which is like, yeah. Well, we have this Belt and Road Initiative, and perhaps uh, if things are gonna, if you guys are gonna keep, uh, you know, being disorganized fuck ups and killing all your people, um, we're just gonna keep doing this initiative and slowly um overtake as the dominant power and yeah i mean but they're also going to be affected by climate change absolutely (laughs) it's just like all right cool initiative i mean that is like (laughs) that at least is they at least keep or are keeping in like the basic baseline stuff like that as far as the the global superpowers go they're the ones who haven't left the the g8 that were now the g7 and you know and even the united states left it and was it was the g6 for a while you know like they are always in it at at the very least and i know it's well sure well they're like china just has some of the greatest capitalists in the world they're brilliant they're they're making they have the most billionaires they're doing great. Then they really learned how to mobilize teams of people to build lots of things really fast. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like the term. You, me, and Sarah were talking privately about this at one point, and Sarah was like, "Yeah, some groups call China a deteriorated worker state." And I oh, think a degenerated worker state. Degenerated worker yeah, state. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, yeah, because there are these different. There, it's just a, to it me, it's like a just different kind of calculus. came to be in its own very unique way, um, where like it's it's kind. Of, I might get shit for this, uh, but like that, you know, Mao's kind of writing before the revolution was talking about collaboration, basically with the national bourgeoisie and uh, and landlords and. And like Castro kind of figured out like, oh, if we're going to do this, we have to expropriate. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't get to that point. Don't make that crucial decision. I don't think the West is capable of it. Like, or I don't think the... Look, hey, nothing's impossible, but I think it's like... (laughs) No, we... Well, I mean, we've outlined what would be necessary for something to happen here, which is like it has to come from inside the military. That makes me want to die and throw up. It does. It, 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 it's fucked up, but it's like, I don't know. Am I, okay, here's the thing. And, the CIA, and this, this is related to the CIA intersectional thing. Um, the army is also intersectional. 
Like, sure. As, as far the as, world is intersectional. Like, I, fem- maybe, maybe feminists will, will give me shit for, for putting it, for like allowing them to use this term. But it's like, I don't know. Of course they're going to use this term. I mean, like, like I'm saying, like they're going to use any terms. They're going to like Biden giving props to the labor movement like is similar, like, like Biden supporting the Bessemer, Alabama, like, like it's the same thing. Like, sure. um, It's just, it's lip service to sound like the state apparatus is. Yeah. The right, the right likes to say virtue signaling. I think it's no different than pandering, tokenizing all these things that like, like, you know, fem like there's a lot of feminists, like Sarah Ahmed, um, has written a lot about like critiques of diversity and how diversity is utilized by capitalism, how safe spaces are utilized by capitalism, like all these things, like this is part of a feminist critique. So I'm not, you know, and that's also part of what capitalism is like by definition, it's going to use whatever material it sees fit to, like accrue profit and to maintain hegemony like it's not and it's also it's it's like capitalism it's a it's a part of our social structure so the fabric of of the social structure is going to be fed into this machine that is also a part of us it's all connected like we're not that's it's just so useless to fight against like you know right trying to have a politics of like refusal or something like well fuck you you can't say that they can't do this it's like yes everybody can do anything and like (laughs) they are like you know are you gonna become are you gonna become the cops that stop them and make it a law to not do it yeah i'm gonna make a law against the cia (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's maybe mischaracterizing a little bit (laughs) But yeah, the I don't know the army. When I saw the army, there was a lot of like you know scary white guys with crew cuts. But like I was in Queens, so it's like there's probably more people of color and like a lot of women armies more represented in the army because like it's just and yeah, the army is made up of poor people because out Mm -hmm. you know they. It's true. So it's like it's not at your high school and it's just over, like (laughs) just moths to a flame. Of being able to just leave your shitty town. Yeah, man. And you get a Camaro. And I mean, we we talk a lot about, you know, I don't know, if you read more Graber, if you read this shit, like he talks about it too. Like, you know, the the NYPD hires Mm -hmm. tons of black people. Like, it doesn't mean that it's not a racist institution. It doesn't mean that, you know, like, but these things internally can change and some of the conditions like i don't know like a lot of the pictures that came out of like the capital riots where it was just like a bunch of teenagers laying down reading atlas shrugged like (laughs) oh my god hot hold on i didn't see that did you not see it looked like a, a big slumber party with a bunch of like teenaged armies and like Nancy Pelosi gave them her challenge coin and like, <laughs> all this shit. 
oh, so beautiful. Having jokes, I forgot. <laughs> and everybody was like so mad. It was like a big like it was a it was like a, a big jingoistic talking point because they were like, "Look at how we're treating our army. Look at army. Army is so sad. Army has no yeah. pots. <laughs> army is sleeping in the garage tonight." And um and and like jill biden is gonna bring them some cookies, cookies to say sorry army has an xbox 360 no i do worry because army needs to start the revolution <laughs> army let's i mean we just like, have to win over the guy on tiktok who just asks every guy in the or girl in the army why did you join the army like Oh yeah, like to have a recruiter. baby. To, oh, the the you know. really. But have you, Lucci? Have you seen the one where like he goes to every person? Like, um, yeah. What? What? Yeah. Like, what would you it's say just, to your recruiter? That's what it is. What would you say to your recruiter? And they oh. all say, "Fuck you." Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So to me, when I think like maybe the army could start the revolution, I think about all those fucking kids who are like pissed to be there and were tricked. Yeah, right? <laughs> there's so much disappointment and there's so many people who have been like, it's like all, you know, the it's like the people who went to Afghanistan and then like came back, had children, and now their children are going to fight in the same fucking war. And everyone is like, what What were we doing here in the first place? This is miserable. And that's where we got all of the, like, the militia groups, you know, to, they got their weapons by taking them from military stores. And like, you know, this is how it works. Like, like, there's already small militias trying to do it. And there's a whole bunch of disaffected people with PTSD kind of like, eventually sometimes some of them are going to be like wait a minute actually what about the workers struggle and maybe like we got some shit under the stick too yeah because they're starting to enter like they get like like free college afterwards and they're like yeah i joined army for college so yeah you're supposed to but sometimes it doesn't also then, doesn't work out yeah of course it, it, it yeah of course, it doesn't always work out. I mean, I knew a kid in art school who was army engineer and then went to art school and it, it worked out for him. So I know it's possible, but it's like, yeah, a lot of them will, will wake up to the to the shit of like, oh, yeah, you got a college degree. Doesn't matter. Not enough. There's no jobs anyway. You know, right. <laughs> they told me I just had to go to here and then go to there and then I could go to the job place and buy it. Then my wife will be there. Pick up my right. state um state allowed girlfriend. Yeah, state mandated <laughs> mandated GF. Yeah. yeah. She's a body pillow. But yeah, I mean there is the the other side of this, which is like the um expanding the public sector, which is, you know, in my opinion, what New York City has been doing to counter um, you know, uh, severe job disparities. I'm not saying that New York City is really awful. It's, it's particularly to, to undocumented people. But like one way that the that they've been like improving sort of is like to expand public sector jobs. And yeah. of course, like now a lot of like 
arts minded organizing is going in the like WPA direction. Of course, we talked to mu- music workers who are like advocating for for WPA direction. And now there's there's this other group too called Arts Worker Rally. And um, I had there's so many of these fucking groups. They just fucking pop up, and I yeah try to keep track of it. And it's only when like a friend of mine posts like I was at this rally for art workers. I was like, okay, great. I yeah, what's their deal? <laughs> but they, they just give that a quick old Google. Uh. But yeah, they're called um, Arts Workers Rally, and and they're calling yeah they're they're another group that's calling for like an equitable distribution for the New York State relief funds, um, which. Like, so the, the COVID relief has been like, like started, like they're, they're starting to figure out how to allocate that now. To me, it really brings to mind, um, back before we did the podcast, there was a group called the People's Cultural Plan. And it was like, basically. Yeah, we read some of that in our early episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they were like, I think that that was finished before we technically started, I think. Yeah. But they were like trying to put together like oh the that there was like 45 million dollars allocated to cultural institutions earmarked for a future date and that date was like coming up so they were trying to be like don't just give it all to like the big for-profit like places or like for the big museums that don't need it um there's all of these like struggling smaller um arts collectives or like um businesses or or individual struggling um artists that uh could use it and 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 to me this arts worker really seems like a a a similar ask of like because basically of course what's happening is is what's happening with the um, the ppp loans where it all went to the businesses that do not need it uh, they all got first dibs so <laughs> it is a little strange i'm looking at some photos from their rally and they have like a big like list of arts venues lost since 2020 and they have upright citizens brigade on it <laughs> yeah they don't need it but well they, they literally i think they literally got it maybe it was in la but they well, definitely they got a bunch of money yeah. and then fired everyone <laughs> We should have, I've been yeah. wanting to have um, Seth Simons on here because he is the expert with the, the comedy and labor stuff. But Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, basically oh like. I'm like, so sure that, anyway, but good for them. Good for no, them. No, yeah, Upper Citizens Brigade. China Chalet. East Village went Oh under. man, RIP China Chalet, dude. <laughs> I think, so oh, I think it God. was, I think there is still a UCB in the city, but I think it was like yeah. the second I don't know though. Maybe they both went under. Maybe they all went under. Good riddance. <laughs> they all went under. You well, shouldn't frankly, pay good riddance. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pay for improv. You're crazy. I don't ever do it. It's gonna. You're gonna get the chance again. Somebody's gonna say, "Hey, do you want to take this class? It's only gonna be three hundred dollars." And then yeah. you say, "No way, buddy." Don't do it. Just That's take not a gonna course. Make you funny. Learn how to make pots. <laughs> Go to a ceramic studio. Yeah, not a lot of comedians have done that, actually, as a bit. Just become a pottery, pottery person. Yeah, that means the field's wide open. Yeah. 
on everybody's working an angle. No, you're wrong, Lucia. Seth Rogen fucking did that. Shit. He God just fucking it. did that. God damn it. Like God over quarantine, it. that was like his big bit. Oh, yeah, he sorry. stole it from me. <laughs> That's like when one of the McElroy brothers started woodworking. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude just, just like, was able to drop a thousand dollars on tools and I can't even I don't even have a garage. God, there there's there's such a weird situation. I I, I don't they came out of what like, were they up to last year? That's my question. They're Who fucking knows, like because they had they had a very wild. like no no bummies out rule, yeah. I believe. Yeah, they're <laughs> They tread, they're like baby brain. They're like baby Disney brain, I think. They're like Funko yeah. Pop. They're like, like oh, it's God. sad. Like, because I listened to them in college a bit and it, like, and I liked some of the like early Polygon stuff they used to do. Yeah. Like, game, like, because there wasn't a lot of stuff like that at, at, in YouTube at first. Now, now it's at all what YouTube is. <laughs> We can all appreciate somebody who mods Skyrim until it is no longer functional. Yes, that's very fun. That's like, <laughs> like they they did a a mod. They did a they did a Dark Souls mod where they like reskinned everything as like Nick Cage. I think. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, yeah. Like, that's, fun. that's great. But did they do that last year? That's what I'm like wondering. How did they like? How did they fight off the like existential despair last year? You know, no, I, I think I, know. I think they are stuck in like a yeah in a hell of their own making because <laughs> it's like they they did all that sort of shit and then now it's like now it is kind of like the popular dominant culture and uh, the whole like, world's Twitter now. <laughs> Plus, oh, no. but plus, like there are people with like you know way more interesting things to say than just like baby brain nonsense. So, like <laughs> they're still stuck like entertaining the same baby brain nonsense forever, and they're like no bummers, like with no politics, no anything. I don't know. I mean, I, I say that, and but I did say off mic before we started recording uh, that I just completely ignored the Israeli-Palestinian uh, I don't even know you can't even really call it conflict can you just genocide. act of terrorism genocide. yeah yeah act of terrorism upon the Palestinian peoples I didn't even know couldn't have told you a single thing about it because I was busy watching someone else play Resident Evil Village well I think important. that's healthy it's important to disengage when it's too fucking crazy because it's like there's there's not a lot we can fucking do like and it'll it'll just kind of. It's not true, buddy. I heard you can go marching. I mean, yeah, you can, and it I'm does. Joining Hamas. <laughs> you can march around Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> I almost went to the fucking march because I was in Manhattan earlier, and I was like, I should probably get. I do feel better when I go to a march, and I do like marching, and I it it. it it's it, you do it, feel better but that. should you that's the no you're right question myself. you're right that's very um, critical and good way to put it yeah i <laughs> i think i didn't even really think about like the march's last 
I don't know. I just started thinking about them in a different terms because I got very used to over the past five years, like go to the march. It's maybe not that many people there. You run a lot <laughs> and and then you go home. Uh, but I, yeah, I, and that's why I, I can appreciate the ones that are like, actually, this is my neighborhood and I'm, I yeah. know, we're, we're trying to connect and build. Like, it's like almost like a parade for like, or the ones that just like set shit on fire. Yes, yes, yes. It's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, give me a good riot any day. Yeah, a good riot. If it's going to go, go that level. Tune in next week on Art and Labor. Yeah, if people are, are ready to go in and like, like similar to the, you know, the insurrections happening last year. Year, I'm all vaccinated. I'm ready to, yeah. to rock. Personally. Yeah. Do you think that I was I was talking to a friend about this um, a few days ago, and we were trying to figure out if things were going to pop off like they did last summer, because last summer it was just such a perfect combination of all of these tension points just cracking everywhere, and it was like, you know, lockdown is just happening, and then there's all of this like you know and then it's like george floyd protests and then that's just like spiraling out and then everybody's just fucking losing their shit because there's no justice and then and then everyone was like oh it's getting cold everybody got all tuckered out yeah and now i'm like what is everyone just gonna get like crazy again because i i feel like there's been some dampening of the spirit i don't know i don't think that it'll be like last summer um unless something happens right i mean that's the thing no i think even if because stuff is always happening that's the that's the thing it's like i mean that's that's very true like so there there's always shootings there's always police shootings happening all the time and but that was true with george floyd too and it was it one but I don't think that we have the same conditions that that made that kind of like yeah like lightning's gonna strike but when um yeah I mean we also got to think about if we're thinking internationally things are popping off yeah. in certain you know in Colombia and in Palestine oh, yeah. and I do take what Sarah's joke about joining Hamas <laughs> like I did that you're not joining Hamas but if you're like like but if there, I mean, look. We could jo- go. To, I mean, I don't know. Like there could be some like <laughs> hot. You can check out, see, see what the um, what is it called? The flight regulation is right now. <laughs> uh, you could get over there. But I don't know. I, I, I think there's something to like doing a Palestinian solidarity or full Colombian solidarity. Yeah. Show, show. like I. Like I know it's kind big of big ups to the Colombians. Like they're, like they're rocking it. Fuck Duque. Like yeah, it, it does feel yeah, it does feel kind of silly and useless to to march at you know it. So, but actually, but, now just to totally talk contradictory to myself, um, there yeah. there is like <laughs> there is something about those protests last year that like because they were so explosive and so intense, they like, we had um, 
comrades from Bolivia as they were fighting off their, like, you know, they had been enduring, like, at least, like, a year or two of their, their right-wing coup. And they they fought it off, um, in part, like, a lot of, or, you know, some comrades were like, look, you know, we saw what was going on in America. And it isn't just that, like, oh, like, people are inspired by um, whatever Americans are doing, but it's also, like, they're distracted. Like they're sending the national guard in yeah. the kind of the, the eye is off us right now and we can get some things done. And yeah. I think it's perfectly valid. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. Like, yeah, like something that came up. I remember us talking about this at the time, like during like the height of the George Floyd stuff, but the NYPD, which is like the sixth largest like army, like, like, you know, like it, it, it's an insa- it's insane how gigantic the NYPD is. Like the fact that like there are all too much shit going on, and they were like occupied, like they were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they were like, crazy. yeah, no more stupid fucking bike tickets if you weren't at the location. <laughs> And even I would consider it like a win, even though it's like you can kind of chalk it up to pandemic. I feel like you can also chalk it up to a lot of things, but like they're like, like they had to like give us weed. Like they had to give that. <laughs> I know they didn't give us weed because of that, though. They gave us weed because because Cuomo had so many allegations. Yeah, or it was that the libs were turning on him. I think it's all um, a combination. But I don't think that that kind of like, I don't think that we have the magic formula this year. I think that a lot of people who promised they weren't going back to brunch are going to be going back to brunch because they did (laughs) their job of getting Biden into office. Uh, The threat is, and people are legitimately tired or they're still dealing with uh, charges they got last year or... Uh, yeah, a lot of the like people actually organizing, actually getting arrested, like that's another. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. They can't necessarily keep going out if they have um, warrants parole and stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I'd love it. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd agitate in such a movement that, like, hey, you know, we got a lot of people who agree on the same thing here. Mm. We can make it happen. We can really make it happen. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting, weird era to be living through, and it's it's fucked up, and it feels fucked up no matter what you do. So you just have to like find a way to be at peace. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's so but like i'm laughing because i you know you what else can you fucking do it's such a brutal mess everywhere you look like um truly horrendous like genocide happening you know not only through like warfare in palestine or whatever but you know the the warfare that we we faced here is all real and we're all we're still traumatized from that and like you know, like we're 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 gonna be traumatized. Like we also know what's coming with like these new strains, and like we know that like 
like their playing lip service to like people being like, what the fuck? Just release the IP and whatever. And they're, they're pretending like they're, they're doing a trips waiver, but it's, it's not, it's yeah. just like, a. Like, well, nobody knows exactly. Right. Yet. Is it, has it released like the details? Cause Biden was like, Oh, maybe, but maybe they're, I'm they're, looking at trips. I don't know. He's not, he's now, now he's like kind of saying it's called a limited waiver or something like that. Like, right. They just made up some other shit to yeah, be like, right. Pfizer needs their money. Uh, yeah. I mean, Bill Gates back down though. Right. I mean, he, so also, I think that's the talking point right now. So the big so it was after Selena life. Gomez did like a beautiful performance, and Bill Gates was like, "Everyone <laughs> should have a vaccine." What am I? What am I doing? Wow, it worked. We are the world worked this time, and it. And yeah, excited. art has the power to change the world. Oh God, it's so beautiful. If there is a kind of art that can change the world, it's definitely music before art. And I say this as a visual art supremacist. Uh, it's Selena Gomez. It's Selena Gomez. Yeah. We didn't. We in the revolutionary art class should have had a, a, a music someone with a music take. We. Oh, I know, right? Well, Almost I was did. thinking. I got actually some new materials um, to do another run of like revolutionary art, but it's like some more readings and stuff. So I like that. Maybe we could get into that. I don't know. Cause there's a lot of writing about, I guess, like jazz in specific and like the revolutionary potential there. But I think, you know, we could take it in a direction of, all of the music that is like solidarity building also you know there's a there's so much like this is like here's your lefty music yeah yeah i mean yeah and if it's and we can we can talk about how yeah, music's like utilizes propaganda too and how it can be effective like yeah yeah, I was going to talk about um, that, like, the Mongolian armies used to make songs of, like, the battle plan because nobody could read. And so no. they just sing oh, yeah. the whole way there. Cute. <laughs> that is this nice. is in, like, 1200, not now. But. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Look at them go. They figured out a way to get things done. They that really kinda... another, like fun fact about Mongolia, like feudal Mongolia is uh, the UN dynasty of China <laughs> but the uh, like they basically had a pony express but like you would wear a belt of bells so that the next guy could hear you coming and like hear the bells and so you'd be like okay I gotta get all my shit together and so they had the like fastest postal systems essentially in uh in the world at the they time. literally had bellboys they had bellboys yeah <laughs> well i don't know i guess i guess we kind of um lost the thread a bit and maybe we should wrap up because we're yeah so uh i think i think we got this to... epic games and Fortnite and apple am i right oh yeah you wanted to get to that but we no, don't, I don't want to anymore <laughs> but it is <laughs> 
they do do well, a, a 1984 thing. They it's a throwback to Apple's 1984 commercial. And oh, fantastic! Like, <laughs> honestly, one of the st- I don't like understand how that gets made. It's this one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm just gonna watch it right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like live reaction. This is yeah. Okay. Well, how did the original Apple ad get made too? Like the original Apple 1984. Huh. Ad? Well, because it was. Oh God! Now I have to look that up. No, they were called. It was Think Different. Think Different was the yeah, because it was it was in like retaliation against against IBM. But I get I get where they're going because they're mad at Apple, right? What are they mad about again? They're mad because um, Apple takes if you have microtransactions, wow. if you're in the App Store and you have microtransactions in your game or app, then Apple gets 30% of it. Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. <laughs> In retaliation, Apple is blocking Fortnite from a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. It's called Dude, 1980 Fortnite. I'm shook, bro. This is like a movement I could get behind. <laughs> they like, threw a unicorn. It's the thing that's like, you're right. Like I'm not gonna side with Apple on this, but like, but like over and over, I'm just trying to end on a fun note. No, it is fun, and it is like yeah, using it. It does fit into the theme of yeah, co-op, co-option. I mean, that's a huge major theme of art and labor is how art is co-opted. Well, it's just like I. Well, it's a different kind of because it's almost like the opposite. It's like guys it's oh we're on meta meta layers we're on like extreme meta layers of co-optation get get on this level get on this level of yeah join us in the basement we're gaming (laughs) dude we're gaming reality we're like we we followed Fortnite in and now we're rooting for them because the alternative is even worse oh god yeah, I, I just hope. like am very into the idea that like you are you are suppressing my rights to get eighty percent of the how much does a Fortnite skin cost? Yeah. <laughs> a, do- a dollar. Yeah, you you are you are like, repressing my right to You are literally killing go to me. the <laughs> to play the like, you know, extremely Playmobil fucking bright colored first person shooter for children. Like the thing yeah. that isn't even in like believe it's a third person. Let's get uh, oh, sorry. excuse me. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I think it's both. No, but it's like apparently I mean that like the way kids play it is they don't even actually play they are just hanging out. It's just to talk to each other and have yeah. a cool avatar. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Which I get because I was all about uh Go Gaia, later named Gaia Online. Me too. Um, Me too. That was all of, I mean, if you want to talk about a fucked up economy. I was in the Oingo Boingo fan forums of Gaia Online in my little oh my avatar God, that yes, looks like a pirate. Yes. yes. That's right. I learned so much about the Iraq war, honest to God, because <laughs> 
I was like addicted to their extended discussion forum where they're also it was like basically all Iraq war and new atheism because mm. it was still the internet in 2000 it was 2004 or 5 I think oh yeah that so was there, big. do you think there's like a bunch of like benevolent like I mean I know there's a, a, a of course there's a bunch of psycho predators on the internet because there were when we were kids but are there also like benevolent neat freaks talking about the iraq war to the children as well i think there have to be and there but they think there are there are more who think they are than not because again on guy online i remember i was getting in a fight with this person and so i went to their like user page and the guy was born in 1976. And I was like, I've won this argument by the mere fact that I'm 14. Right. Uh, you're like, <laughs> you're like 30. Also, when, <laughs> when you said you're on the anime avatar uh, yeah. philosophy forum. <laughs> That's life, baby. That's life, though. It's life. But now I am the 30 year old. It's all coming so circle. It's yeah. coming for us. Our forum telling kids to. This is, this is why just I, don't talk to kids. No, don't. don't talk, just don't even. Yeah, you're not helping them. The, no. Your advice is bad. Yeah, quit fucking talking to kids. What are you, a pervert? No, that's yeah. the thing. There's no <laughs> fucking boundaries on the internet. So, like, and it, well, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't be playing the baby game first person shooter. Like get it. Yeah, you should be playing. playing it. Yeah, like something else. <laughs> you should be playing Resident Evil Village. Um, yeah, do something for puppets. adults that's scary and gritty. With a vampire mommy. Yeah. Vampire mommy got a lot of attention, but I think the entire thing was like, uh, is is a way to like pander to cosplayers because one of the guy, it's just a guy yeah. with a trench coat and a hat. It's like you're just you're just asking for it, aren't you? Like for ten years, every just every dude who's not has some body image issues and get it. Oh yeah, glasses. uh... That's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. Like you know, keep it keep it in that. I don't know. Whatever. I was also when you were talking about epic games lawsuit the what i thought of was like all of the dances they stole from like oh yeah. black teenagers and stuff like well that's the thing it's like i don't want to side with apple but like these people don't deserve your money no not, not all, like they don't they should all be oblivious they should all be literally annihilated from earth like at both <laughs> of these companies like should they should <laughs> completely fucking destroyed uh they should get obliterated the way that you um uh uh like point like a laser from a helicopter at the spoilers finale of resident evil village onto the big werewolf um that's right i mean yeah just destroy them like they don't burn them to the ground like mysteriously Several Amazon warehouses have been burned to the ground in the past like, year. <laughs> like, oh God, yeah. Burn them to the ground like the mysterious like AT&T towers were uh, <laughs> targeted. <laughs> like, 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 you know what? The, hey, come on. 
Come on, we're professionals here. In a video expropriate game. Them. Don't burn them down. Expropriate them. That's right. Expropriate Liberate them. them. Liberate them. Um, in, in parody and in jest and in just all good fun. I'm playing a character named OK Fox. It's great talking to everybody. I am so glad I got to see you all. Listener. I'm just looking at vampire mommy memes now. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm sorry. No, she is not on Twitter, so you're catching I up. I like on. that she she lives in a big castle, but the castle is has all the doors are too small for her. <laughs> yeah, oh, but she can turn her out. Design. She's she she's magic. Yeah, I, don't I like this the entire internet and then big resident evil vampire lady it's like holding you know, a girl against real the village wall. head know what's up it's all about Donna Bien, Bien, Bien Bento and uh, puppets it's like, yeah, yeah. People, that yeah. sounds great yeah. that sounds fun I mean I, there sure were less puppets than I wanted but. well that's the thing all of these like yeah all these games are so disappointing because like there because there's not enough puppets there are honestly the the possibilities here's the thing it was the best section of the game it should be a whole game and you're in this like charming italian villa and it's like the fully metastasized um like triple a answer to pt finally you know that's what i'm saying we should do an episode on pt (laughs) well it it goes through the the triple a grind grinder and it's just shit afterwards it's the best no this is the best version of the no it's not the best version of the pt ripoffs but like it's the best triple a version that i've seen i mean that's fine i just you know it sounds like it doesn't have enough puppets and it's like it needs to be i don't know i want i haven't i haven't watched or played it at all but i can't all be winners i support (laughs) vampire mommy whatever yeah me too i don't even care i love her (laughs) i also support bowsette you remember when bowsette was the big thing no lucia look up bowsette yeah okay oh i think i know this but i'm gonna look anyway it was like a similar it's just bowser with a bow it's oh yeah i know this chick it's it's bowser as like a, a sexy princess yeah, but like she just kind of has a black dress on, and she. But then it's like it's the same thing that always happens with a hot girl as a character. It's like it's just a girl, but then she has like a dumb shell on her back. Yeah, well, well I think and it's the like concept was that Bowser turns into a hot lady. Oh, through magic. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's really sweet for... (laughs) I'm alright with that then. Yeah. But honestly, I'm tired of seeing hot characters, you know, just traditionally like, oh, you know, she got her titties. Right. She got her ass and her face and her eyes are all, I'm like like a little cute little Okay, wait, one more thing you guys need to look up. Look up One Piece, the One Piece character, Yamato. So Y-A-M-A-T-O. Yamato. I'll do that too. One Piece, that character, because that's kind of weird. Oh yeah, not the battleship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or yeah, the battleship Yamato. That's like a that's a TBT. 
I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this character in One Piece, uh, is a similar vibe. I feel like she just has like she's like a hot girl, but she has like little horns. Here's the twist. Here's the twist. Are you ready? Oh. He's trans. He's a trans man. Whoa! <laughs> I'm freaking out! <laughs> now it's all different! <laughs> My fucking beauty standards have been blown open! <laughs> Fuck! Okay. What's in their pants though? No, I mean they're still doing they're still doing like big titty gags with him and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I wonder if he'll actually like transition. It remains to be seen, but I don't know. I hope so. Let's start a letter writing campaign. To I, 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 yeah, I, I Yamato, Yamato. No, no, uh, author. Oh, Oda, Ichiro Oda. Yeah, Oda. <laughs> Sorry, I've only been reading this manga since I was fifteen, so half of my life. I've been reading this manga every week for half of my life. So you're doing great. <laughs> I wish that I had something I did for so long. You do. You're a painter and very accomplished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you just have a little thing called a life's calling. You have like a skill you've been building. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you true. You have a purpose. <laughs> yeah, but you have a lot of knowledge. That's right. I'm a, I, I am a fucking snob about this shit and i will be really i'll be rude but in a in a, in a way that you won't realize i'm being rude um because it's so subtle you're I'm like gentle for sure there's better shit out there and you don't even know about it no we're definitely anime snobs which is like god that's like it's so bad I'm a rube. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to look at, or yeah, I, I have trouble directing my eyes towards meaningful works. That's so better for you. I just, I just look to you for direction, and am I now respect- also into One Piece. <laughs> yeah, well, I, re- I respect the recommendation, the art of the recommendation. And there are things which that I've asked you for recommendations before in the past. I feel like that's true. And- and like so it's like if somebody is like yeah this has been my shit for a really long time i'm like i respect you so much and and please i'm all ears and i'm listening yeah in (laughs) regards to your shit i have utmost respect but once you step out of that you're you're in my corner now (laughs) i'm just i'm overcompensating oh Oh, no i'm just saying that i'm overcompensating because like people don't respect the recommendations sometimes. That's it's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. It's like, no, I'm serious. Like I'm really deeply serious. And this is like, I, please respect this recommendation I'm giving. Yes. <laughs> they don't know though. They don't know. It takes some time for everybody to realize like, Oh, when your friends who are experts about a thing tell you, you should check a thing out. Yeah. It's probably going to be cool. Just watch Beastars. Because some people what? like to, they like to be the one that's like, I want to discover it myself or something. Like, that's oh. impossible. Oh, that's like, there's <laughs> no life way. way too fucking short to do that work yourself, honestly. That's how I feel about it. I, I just wish that I made the show years. myself. Well, that's, that's, I like that as a goal, though. Like, 
because I my friend friend of the show Alex Deegan, I, I finally got him me and the effort. This is a group effort of finally getting him to read One Piece. And the entire you know, Festival Workers Association <laughs> had to come together into a Voltron and and then just hand him uh, a copy. He had to, he had to like buy seventy volumes. He speaks Japanese in Japanese to Jeez. Like, he finally did it. But yeah, so he, he's in reading One Piece, and um, oh my god! And, but his like you know initial reaction is, I want to make a. a a hundred thousand page comic. <laughs> if there's there anyone is, I know, who, I know he kind of does. He right? kind of like, does. <laughs> yeah, he didn't realize he's already doing that. It's kind of beautiful. That is pretty beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But I think he wants to build the whole world. But it's like you are kind of a lot of your stories are kind of connected. Like you kind of yeah. Just it. tell people it all happens in the same universe and they'll be like, Oh, they'll be making all sorts of shitty YouTube videos that I will watch. I feel like yes. Lucia's paintings. We should do like a, a YouTube um, analysis <laughs> video about Lucia's paintings and it'll go no. viral and everybody will be uh, like, no, Sarah, no. if we did this, it would work. If we I did- think oh. it, well, oh my god. No. I don't even know how you do it for paintings, no. though, honestly. <laughs> this does actually remind me of something, though. Do you guys know the painter Christopher Zetterstrand? I don't think so. Oh, he's pretty dope. How do I um, spell it? Uh, Christopher is... Uh, wait, K-R-I-S-S-T-O-F-E-R? Zetterstrand. Hold on. Oh, it's one uh, K, two Fs. Oh, yeah. Two Fs. One S. Yeah. Zetterstrand. Two Ts. Yeah, this guy... Fuck. It's fucking amazing. Um, He did all these oh, yeah. paintings. Cause, and then he, he like went viral because he did the paintings in Minecraft. Oh. So the whole thing is about yeah. like the painting going in and out of the game and he would like take all these screenshots of like when he'd be playing like a first person shooter and he would get shot and then like what you see before you like go out of the game and then he would like put that in his paintings and like Sarah's, I don't know. Sarah's this... going fuck because that's like a lot of what <laughs> she's like kind of doing <laughs> sorry bro <laughs> Um, should have just finished the paintings when I made them five years ago. Uh, I think you still can. You know, there's room enough in this no. town for more than one horse. Also, just say. It, he picked the most basic bitch. He's like, like one. No, dude, stop it. I mean, it's cool. It, don't get me wrong; it's very cool. But like, it you could still do it with like your weird, obscure emulations. <laughs> Yeah, you could be like the underground, more realer than real. Oh yeah, and then there he did um, this project where it was like I'm gonna paint a picture of this mom or whatever, and then holds it up, and then someone paints a picture of that photo of him holding the painting up. Oh yeah, meta, very meta. Yeah, but it was fun because it. It just happened, like, everyone decided to start painting each other, and, like... Aw. So yeah, it was just this, like, 
That's it was like this super nerdy like internet painter community thing that I don't know why it happened, but see that could happen to you anytime, Lucia. Some some freak <laughs> like me could be like, I'm a Lucia love super stan, and I'm making a viral YouTube video about the symbolism and go to do a deep dive. I hope it's all a cult. <laughs> Yeah, but well, it could it, also yeah. end up like how like PewDiePie will play some like itch.io game. Speaking of epic game, um, right? And itch.io like, is like the indie small one, and then yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, like, they, they, they'll like these gigantic streamers will play it just to kind of like make fun of it, and it's seen by millions of people, but no one goes and buys it. <laughs> but sometimes they do. Sometimes it does like really boost the that's thing. true yeah like, yeah it can be surprising hey, it's fun just to have a little bit of kicks on the internet though too you know mm, word does, up. So doesn't true. always got to be for money because then you get to point at it and be like yeah that's that shit that went viral but i made this game you could buy this one my god uh i just great kidding. episode guys i mean we we killed it i don't know it's, it. a, it's yeah. a it's you guys awesome. enjoy we haven't recorded yeah. in weeks as you Yeah, whoever is listening definitely did just get some cool cultural tidbits and some laughs. So you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean You're welcome. You guys we love you. See you on the Discord. It's 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 become very clear that we we should probably do more just like live streams of this type of thing, but you I like it as a podcast. Out. Yeah, sorry. Fun. Sometimes gotta, we're chill. I gotta take a fucking improv class. Where do I go? <laughs> Just take it with us. We'll t- we'll do zip zap zop later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna pause. Do zip zap zop. Do um. What are what are some of the other ones? Uh, oh god, I can't even remember. I can't remember. Uh, literally the, the who's line games. Hmm. We're gonna oh, do yeah, one do where it's line. like you're not allowed to ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're only allowed to ask questions. Okay, well, that's the next one. <laughs> there is the one where you have to sing. Yeah. I remember just watching all of those episodes with my mom, and we were like, they have to like come up with this stuff beforehand. There's no way. There's no way it's improv. It's all improv. They're geniuses. They just say shit. Lucia is the, the Ryan Styles of the podcast. Um, no, I'm the Drew, unfortunately. So that's even worse. Um, <laughs> Sarah's the Greg Proof. Sorry, he became a terrible lib. Uh, yeah, oh, but like, what the extended <laughs> Spice Girl are you though? I'm sporty, but we're all sporty. We're all sporty. That's a thing. We're all sporty. Everybody's all sporty. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Fuck, we're so all when sporty. So we all were sporty. I don't know. So may- when we were all sporty. They like I. I was determined to be scary. Scary oh. is awesome. That's like a just you know. I love the baby. best one. I love baby. But it was like wow, that's baby. <laughs> she was so baby too. I, I mean, loved baby. my god. <laughs> I love baby. <laughs> Yeah, baby was having a moment because there was also bubbles. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll revisit this next week. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye, yeah, guys. we did it. Let's have, Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun.